Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Wow, it was a big movie weekend. Mike saw all the movies. Yeah, he did the full. Barbenheimer thing that I only saw Oppenheimer and felt like I really committed a lot of time. You did two movies in one day. Correct. And remind everybody the order at which you did this. Barbie right around one or one o'clock showtime for Barbie and then six thirty showtime for Oppenheimer. Wow, that's a Let me ask a personal question. Yeah. Uh, so Barbie wraps up around three thirty or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you go and you have dinner. Yep. Where where'd you see the movies? What what theater? Uh Invergrove Heights AMC. Okay. Okay. Um, so then you went and grabbed a bite, yep. right? Had a bite and a couple of drinks. Absolutely. Um, did you caution yourself on beverages because you don't want too many beverages where you're in a mellow state during Oppenheimer? That's That would be a problem. I was more concerned about the bathroom situation than I was about the state of mind situation. Okay. I was okay. more worried that too many might lead to multiple right. trips. During I would just think it would make me want to take a nap yeah, even no, more I, than a movie theater already, already yeah. does. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, start with Barbie. Yeah. Thoughts on that? I'll just say going into the weekend, now it's impossible to compare the two because they're so very different of movies. I mean, one is absolutely a filmmaker's film and the other one is fun and everything. I would, for what they are and for where they fall, I think Barbie was better. Okay. You're not the first person to say that. Yeah. But with that being said, it's like a 9.5 for Barbie and a 9 for Oppenheimer. They were both great. Like very, very, very good. Barbie did everything like I hoped they would do and thought they were going to do, but then they did it in a really even more fun, cheeky manner than I thought they would. They had a lot more heart in that movie than I thought there was going to be so much more. And then just the energy, I think, of of the crowd as well. There were some cheer out loud moments there was some clapping moments in the middle of that movie there were a Mm. lot of people that uh a lot of the themes and a lot of the topics that were hit in that movie really resonated with people that were in the film and or in the movie theater and it was awesome to hear that reaction well i will say clapping in a theater does make me uncomfortable okay um (laughs) even at the end if it's at the end and we're clapping i already feel not great about that if it's midway through and i hear clapping I'm going to sink a little lower in my chair at that point. Oh, see, and I would be the opposite. I don't want to hear a big, like, the, it's the end. Yay. That was great. I don't know. I don't want to hear any of it. But Donna, how about midway through? And it's like, well, then slay, queen. Yeah, slay. Would you be okay with that? You wouldn't. You hate that kind of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of group participation. This is my point. But I'm okay with other people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This just seems like that kind of movie where 
that is, would be protocol. I, you know? I do like group laughter. Mm-hmm. Was there right. a lot of group communal oh, laughing? Heck yeah. Like, that's constantly. Fun. And what they did is they did a really good job, and I have no emotional tie to Barbies. So, like, the emotional side of it, I could see how people who grew up with Barbies, played with Barbies and everything, like, that can really hit home. Because they talk a lot about, I'm not giving anything away, it's a lot about tying in the ideas of where you were at when you were playing with Barbies, the relationships you had with other people at that time, right. and how you grow from there. And they did such a good job of making it a funny movie, had a lot of humor in it, but at the same time made you think a lot and then tied what we remember at that time. So, so nostalgic for people that ever played with Barbies and sure. the relationships they were going through at, at, at that point of life. And there's also some type of social commentary, I suppose. 100%, and I think it's done in a really uh, great way, and you're going to get plenty of people, and this is no wrong way to put this, they're people that, um, I'll just say it, like small men that can't handle having their... um, Thoughts about certain things be poked are right. going to feel uncomfortable watching I'm this right film. I'm right here, Mike. I never said you. I'm just, trust it's me. It's a different Steve. <laughs> he goes to a different no, no, no. school. That's right. Okay, no, right. no, no, no. There are a lot of topics that are covered and a lot of um, ideology that we live through, that women live through on a daily basis, that are poked at and are in a good way brought attention to. And I know talking to Maddie B, I think he maybe mentioned that that made him really uncomfortable, and he he didn't like that part of it because it almost made him feel bad about what people are having to go through but it's bringing more conversation right. more light to it and but i think matt should be able to relate to that you sure. know what i mean being part of a, a group of people who you know has been marginalized mm-hmm. sure and that type of thing so maybe he'll if he sees it again he'll he'll walk away with a different take but i like that they use humor to bring light to something yes. And that's it goes from humor, 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 just hilarious. And then, boom, wow, we're getting hit with a lot of really hard-hitting, awesome stuff. Now, on the cool. flip side, yeah. did did Oppenheimer make you want to go home and tinker with your bomb <laughs> kit at all? Like, what do I have in the garage? Not not quite, no, but uh, it was it was unbelievably good. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan doing Christopher Nolan stuff. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. The storytelling, how it was all set up, the, just the filmmaking. The one thing I kind of would say, going into it, I was like, okay, this is cool that they're using using practical effects. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be a big bunch of CGI stuff. It's going to be practical yeah, this effects. Michael right. Bay. Here's the thing about that, though. We're talking about the atomic bomb. Yeah. And we've been so conditioned to be used to CGI. I'm not saying it should have been used the entire movie, but like the biggest moments of that film, I think, could have been bigger. bigger? bigger. Oh, okay. And maybe considering the subject matter, should have been bigger. Now, I appreciated Mm -hmm. what Nolan did, which was when the bomb finally goes off, he didn't do what you would expect. Correct. You could argue the silence was deafening, Mm -hmm. and the impact of that was a a cool choice. And then there's a different payoff shortly thereafter. Sure. But I I was like, oh, that that was a very non-Michael Bay way of doing something like this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Which one is Donna going to see first? It's 11-11, make a wish. It'll definitely be Barbie. Definitely. 
Will you ever see Oppenheimer? Yes, but I don't think I'll see it on the big screen. You should do it as like a three-night hour Correct. history lesson. There you is go. how you should do it. That's yeah. right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll come back with a review on Monday. Thank I think you. you'll That's hate how it. I roll. I think you shouldn't watch well, Oppenheimer. Well, you know, I did get a couple of reports that said it. it it's very heady. It is very you know, heady. Ve- like, just very smart and very hard to follow at times because it's sure. kind of... It goes from like black and white to color to different time periods and all that. Yeah. I can handle it if I'm on my couch. You can't. Maybe. You got to be, yeah, just careful. Yeah. Like uh, Chardonnay can't come to that party because it's going to get really fuzzy. Yeah, fast, no, I won't. I'll know? watch it in the morning and I don't drink Chardonnay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, Thank hey, you. maybe our special guest can be part of uh, our next two segments here. Yeah, we have a couple sitting supers. Yeah, Kim and Kathy are here. Uh, K and K, is it both Ks or is there a K and a C? Oh, there's a C. Okay, CK, Calvin Klein, we Donated like that. a lot of money um, during bids for kids for the Ronald McDonald House. And so they get to sit in during the final hour of the show, and then we take them downstairs, and we buy them soup. In a cardboard bowl and again, with a plastic spoon. A lot of money was donated for this soup that we hope Chef Brian put together. So we'll call him a little bit later, but when we come back... Uh, everybody, I hope you all play along with this. The word Barbenheimer that we just talked about is a portmanteau. That's that's the term for that word where you take two words from or two parts. I'll do it again. A part of two existing words and then you mash them up. Oh, okay. That's a portmanteau. Kinda Barbie, like Oppenheimer, Barbenheimer. Kind of like that. Brad, Bradgelina. Yes, that's yes. exactly right. All right. So we'll do that. There are seven pop culture portmanteaus. I'll give you a hint for each one. See if you can decode it. That next. When we come back, Donna and... Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Hey, it just happened in the hallway. Someone stopped me and said, hey, look at you, skinny man. I said, hey, I owe it all to MNFatLoss.com. I went into the MNFatLoss.com program uh, right around St. Patrick's Day. Weighing in in the high 190s. Uh, last time I weighed in, I was in the high 160s. That's a 30-pound drop. And I did it in just about two months. You, too, could lose uh, up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. And here is the good news. Uh, I'm looking at the calendar now, July 24th. That means you have six days till July 30th. Call up mnfatloss.com. Go to that website. Click it and say, hey, I want to get in there and meet with the doctor and his team. If you do that and you sign up, you will save $200. It's their summer special. You only have till July 30th, but uh, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Lose that weight like I did with mnfatloss.com. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We're study buddies. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, this ought to be fun. Okay, Donna, uh, let's make sure I can pull this up correctly here for us. Okay. The term portmanteau. Portmanteau is a mashup of two words. That are like, you know, common words that exist. And then we mash them together, which happened with Barbie and Oppenheimer, which became Barbenheimer. I wonder if portmanteau is a portmanteau. Thank you. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Boy, you've got a real home field audience here with the uh, with, with Kathy and Kim, our sitting supers. Oh, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Valentine, for sharing that with the class. Uh, but there are seven different ones. 
And I'm going to give you a hint for each one. Okay. And then you see if you can figure it out. And you, you all can group think Kim on and this. Kathy. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, yeah they're, they're, your mics are on here, ladies. So uh, you guys can okay. group think together. Can you name these? Oh, you know what, Mike? I don't mean to overcomplicate it, but I do. Could I get some sort of uh, just like whimsical music? Yes, yeah, so whimsical would be nice. Whimsical. Oh, you're thinking whimsical more than. Oh, I like it. Let's do this. This is good. This is good. This is good. Millionaire music. All right, we're doing portmanteaus, a mashup of words like Barbie and Oppenheimer, which made Barbenheimer. Okay. This portmanteau is what Great Britain voted to do oh. in 2016. You guys got this. Go ahead. Brexit. 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 Way yes. to go. Yes. Woo. And I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm just going to make this just a touch more thorough, not complicated. Each time I will need you after to tell me the two words. Oh, so that's good. What All made right. up Brexit? Kathy had it first. I did. What are the two um, words that make up Brexit? Uh, Britain, Great Britain and, and exiting. The Britain and exit. Well yeah. done. Okay. See that that was a scarier part of the question, was it not? Okay, all right. This is portmanteau talk. Here we go. The hairstyle once worn by Adam Levine, David Beckham, and Zach Efron. What is the portmanteau for a hairstyle once worn by Adam Levine, David Beckham, and Zach Efron? You could also say it represented a lack of full commitment. Huh. That's a bonus hint. I don't. I think we're going to have to go to Mike for help on this. If you know it, do you guys know it? No. no. Well, the clue is actually taking me. I thought it was like a brohawk. Oh, oh. Is that, oh. You're very close, but oh. it's not called that. Uh, it's not called. It starts with an F. Fohawk. That's oh, it. Oh, there That's you go. It. And what are the two? And words? what are the two words okay. that make up fohawk? Uh, fohawk. That's on. Foe and Mohawk. Foe and yeah. Mohawk. That's yeah. right. Okay, so that's our tip. Good job. Good job. Big money. We're doing money. very well. We're doing very well. This is uh, port, Portmanteau Talk on my talk. Our next one is the United States' newest federal holiday. Happens in the summer. Okay. Happened last yeah, month. Yeah, Juneteenth. Yeah. Juneteenth, and for June 19th, we're giving you both bonus credit right there. So far, uh, keep your score at home, Donna has done jack squat. I I knew Brexit. Are you being courteous and just letting it? Okay, okay. Tell it to the judge. (laughs) All right, our next portmanteau hint is this. A type of upscale bar that serves a $25 burger, let's say. Hmm... This is a tricky one, but you know this portmanteau. You know this word. An upscale bar that might serve like a $25 burger as well. It's called a bum, bum, bum. It's a three-syllable. A bum, bum, bum. Three-syllable. What's the first letter? The first letter is G, as in Gary. Mm. Oh, my gosh. You're listening now to Gay. three hushed female voices. I, I say, I just lie. I just lie. It's a great. Yeah. Me, me, me. Let's fill this by the key, ladies. Upscale bar. Upscale bar. All right. The first letter is G. The last letter is B, as in boy. 
I'm blanking. It's I don't want to waste any time. Bum, bum, bum. A. What's okay. Go, go. It's a gastropub. Oh, oh I've never heard a of word. that. You've never heard of that? No. Okay, so it's a word you've heard of. Maybe you've yeah. never used it specifically that right, way. Right. Care to guess? Yeah. Gastronomy. Gastronomy, yes. Yeah. And pub. Gastronomy and pub. Gastropub. What does that mean? Gastronomy. Like food. Eating, food, food digestion. Eating Gross. No, I don't want to hear I that. It makes me think of the doctor. Well, it was originally called a fart bar. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's a joke. Stop it. I'm just trying to have fun, Donna. Uh, all right. Ready right, oh, to go, right? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. okay, here's another uh, portmanteau. Let's go and give you one more hint here for number five. Jason Siegel and Paul Rudd had one of these in a mm. 2009 movie. Bromance. You are correct. Oh, yeah. Way to go. And the words a, are? Uh, bro and romance. Yeah, brother, brother romance. Brother. Yeah. Yeah, yep, romance. that works. Oh, All right, we're doing portmanteaus. I'm on the board. <laughs> we have two Woo. more. Lululemon popularized this category of apparel. Athletics. Athletics. Athletic Athletic wear. Wear. Athletic Athletic wear. Come on, ladies. Athletic wear. Oh, you are all so close at heart. Athletic wear. <laughs> Athletic wear. Something leisure. Leisure. Athleisure. 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 That must be what it feels like performing some sort of cardiac operation on somebody. That was a lot. We got it, though. We got there. Athleisure. Uh, and that is athletic and leisure together, yep. as, as was said yep. there. Uh, finally, I'll give the final hint here. Come on, big money. <laughs> um, play, play. What Donna might accuse me of doing when I am attempting to be helpful. Mansplaining. You got it, girl. Yeah. Oh, That's sure. it. Yes. Yeah. You got it. Yes. So, so it mansplaining. Man you understand that, right? Those are fun. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. That's a joke. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Guys. That's that. talk. Well, if you thought that was fun, wait till you see what's coming up next. Oh, yeah. Next on my talk. Hey, it is Rocco back once again to talk to you about Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I know it's kind of an odd conversation to have uh, every morning uh, hearing me talk about end-of-life services, but it's something we all need to deal with. It's something uh, my mom, still around, has dealt with. She did a thing where she uh, went in, prepaid, pre-planned for a simple cremation because uh, I think so many people these days, that's what they want. They don't want sort of a stuffy funeral home situation. They want to have like a, a celebration of life that maybe uh, suits their life better. And it starts with a simple cremation. At Crescent Tide, that starts at just $800. They like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable over there. The affordable part, you get that. The simple part, you get that. Transparent means they'll talk you through it every step of the way. They're not going to try to trick you into spending more money uh, than you need to. Uh, it's a small family-owned business over there here in St. Paul near 280 and University. Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Use my talk keyword, cremation. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with our awesome guests, Kathy and Kim, who uh, were generous enough to donate to Bids for Kids to help the families at Ronald McDonald House. We're going through a hard time. So thank you, ladies, for that. We appreciate that so much. One way of looking at it is they, and they did, they contributed money to Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest. We love them. It's the Lord's work that's being done in that building. So that's wonderful. 
The other more pessimistic way of looking at it is they just overpaid by a lot for some soup. <laughs> so, the beauty is in the eye and of the beholder. Perspective that. matters. We, we will find out. That. In just a couple of minutes, we'll call the cafeteria and find out what the uh, soup of the day awesome. is. Hey, yeah. could Donna? Yes. Could I make this official? Because I actually have a few fun facts that I'd like to send your I'm way. I'm actually going to need help from Mike. Oh, man. I'm sorry. He's on it. Things that make you go huh. The highest rated TV movie ever came out on ABC in 1983. It was about a nuclear war between the United States and the Soviet Union. Steve Gutenberg was in it. And get this, more than 100 million people watched it. Not 100 million hours watched or 100 million minutes or the Netflix. Like 100 million people got around the television and watched a made-for-TV movie in 83. Never have so many done it before and ever since. The day after? You are absolutely right. Yeah! Whoa! Whoa! Yes, that terrified me, that, wow. that movie. It was supposed to be, you know, the day after what would happen should a Intentions in the Cold War bomb, at that time yes, were, were high. Go off. Yes. Wow, that amazing. Was, I'm sure a lot of people knew that answer. That's... Just based on the timing. Yeah. Huh. I, that's good. great. Donna, where I, I didn't go? remember the Goot being in it. Goot was in it. I feel like there was another huge star, like not George C. Scott, but somebody like that. Mike will look it up for us. Mike, by the way, we call him the Zamboni because he'll just clean up our mess right after us (laughs) so that we get a clean slate after. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Lithgow. Okay. How about that? Wow. Wow. Scary. Twix. Ever heard of it? Twix is short for what? Oh. Another portmanteau. It is? It is. Twin. Keep going. Sticks. Queen, you're two for two. You're two for two. Coming back. Donna, and I I cannot express the kind of true comeback story this is. (laughs) If you all had been here at the beginning of the show, I was looking over at someone who was just a shell of herself. It's true. Slurring. Thank you. Just stumbling through. Yeah, it's a problem. She asked at one point, is LA a big city? And that's what I almost called 911. (laughs) But you power through, and you're really I, I, finishing strong. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. I'm not going to try to explain. Okay. I I was thinking people <laughs> right versus you land. You know, forget it. I'll be over here. Uh, the trend of men leaving the bottom button of their suit unbuttoned started back in the early 1900s. King Edward the Seventh of England was too, and pardon my French here, but as it's written, chubby, to button the bottom of his jacket, which started a fashion trend. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Is that all you got? No, I got more. Okay. On men's dress shirts, Mm -hmm. the buttons are on the right side and the holes are on the left. Right. On women's shirts, it's the opposite. Supposedly, it was to help chambermaids who dressed rich people so Mm -hmm. that they knew which shirts were for which person. Hmm. Because it may have been both kind of blousey. Like, okay, this is for him. This is for her. Yeah, I suppose that would be easier. Just think of dressing your kids. Yeah. You know, if you're right-handed, it'd be easier one way versus the other. I still have a pretty vivid memory. Uh, and sometimes I wonder if my son is getting this at all from me either. I have a memory of my dad when we had to wear a tie. If it was a tie or I wanted to wear a tie to church, he would come around and... 
And I remember like the warmth of his hands as he Aww. would work the the tie around. And mm-hmm. like I just remember that whole and you just you're standing there as a kid just like you're okay, a mannequin. I'm yep. not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. move. And I remember that. And so sometimes now when I am like helping my kids with something or buttoning a shirt up, and sometimes I'll just do it from behind because it feels easier to do it that right. way. Right, 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 right. I'm wondering, is this will this be a memory for them or not? I don't know. My youngest Maybe. son still calls me Stephen. Which I is did not know that. Becoming increasingly frequent and increasingly not cool, man. Mm. Are we taking Steven's car? Huh? Really? Yes. From Dev? Yes. Oh, and then he said, so I wasn't even in the room the other day, and he just said to my sister, like, oh, yeah, Steven's coming. Oh, my God, that's so cute. Call me dad, but whatever. It's fine. It's Why don't we right. call the cafeteria? Oh, you want to do that? We haven't talked to Brian in a while. It's been a week. Come down for moose soup See how the ladies feel about this. Yeah. We haven't asked if they have any allergies or anything like no, that. No, nothing. We're they like spicy. Yeah, we don't know. Or if they're anti-spice, we'll find uh, out. Here we go. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Oh, if he didn't pick up on our, our big soup dinner, that'd be okay. cafeteria. This Brian. Hey, hey dog. Wow. Hey, Brian. I was thinking about it. I haven't seen you in three weeks. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> He meant it's been the, amazing. We had, it's, amazing, we yeah. had the three. We had the Fourth of July week, and then I yep. was off on vacation. Then you were off on vacation. Welcome back. Where'd you go? Uh, UP. Oh, oh beautiful, beautiful. Upper Peninsula. Nice, fantastic. That was great. Well, sadly, now you're back at work, and yeah. uh, we need to know what our soup of the day is. Remember, we have two sitting supers, Kathy and Kim, are with us today. Cool. I got a buffalo chicken soup. Oh. Not too spicy. Not too spicy. Not too spicy. Not too spicy. Uh, very mild, and uh, it's it's not as thick, and, and it's not too much. So, okay. like it. so, so if you're hearing that the, those words and thinking, oh, it sounds like a lot, you're saying, no, give it a shot. You give it a shot. All right. Okay. Uh, what's okay. the entree while we're here? Uh, we got a chicken Caesar wrap Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fresh That's good, easy. too. All right. Oh, the ladies. They're just, I don't know if you're hearing this, Brian. Like, oh. <laughs> they got down with that, huh? Yeah, they've just never even heard of these menu awesome. items before. I even I even made a homemade Caesar dressing today. So. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, wonderful. Brian, again, you've outdone yourself. All right. We'll see, you see you shortly. See you shortly. Okay, bye. bye. Now. Oh, my gosh. This was fun. That was a good time. Yeah, we were very game forward. It was game today. game forward, particularly game heavy at the end. Yes, too. you know that was fun. Very though. much so. Everybody got to play it was games. great. Thank you so much, Thank Kim you. and Kathy. Thank you, Kathy for and Kim, your donations and for giving back to the community. We really appreciate it. And they represent so many other my talkers who are so generous and have contributed to our many different uh, efforts all yep. over the years. So thank you to you. Thank you to them. Thank you to Zamboni. He'll stick around. He will produce the adventures of Bradley and Don. We've got Lo J. In after that, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Love you long time. Bye now.